Welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, What a Time to Be Alive. And now, Patrick Monahan, Kath Barbadoro, and Eli Uden. Folks, welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast to cast down things each week to make you say a thing as a the podcast. I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Kath Barbadoro. I'm Eli Uden. What's up, everybody? You're really down to the wire on that sip, Eli. I was... Well, I no was, one would have uh, known because I pulled it off. I was on impressive. the edge of my seat. <laughs> I was really... It's like, is he going to be able to say his name in time? He's taking a I sip of ready. water mere five seconds before. I'm a professional. I get that thing is that down, you got water? no problem. Yeah, just got a big old water. I have a simple man's beverage. <laughs> Real salt of the earth podcaster. No need for... Kath's got a goddamn smorgasbord full of different. She's got one of those. She's got a bottle of rubbing alcohol that we all, you know, the uh, what is that, the kombucha or whatever. Looks like. Yeah, I have the the rubbing alcohol kombucha. I have a lot of tinctures today. I'm I'm hungover. I had to get my podcast juice. You got iced coffee and a a CBD soda. You got the the a very calm speedball, a very casual. Low grade yeah. speedball going. The thirty five year old speedball. A C B D soda and an iced coffee. Delicious. Yeah. <laughs> you need yeah, to invent a drug for, for caters. A drug for older people at concerts that uh when you take it, the only effect is that it feels like you're sitting down when you're standing up. <laughs> yeah. I was say I was like old people at concerts are going nuts. They don't need any drugs. They're just so excited to be out and anywhere. Go yeah. To the Rolling that is- Stones concert. That's Man. been my experience going to see old bands is like it's it's dad's night out. Like people are going people are going nuts. People got their damn hips. titty out for the moody blues. They're going wild. <laughs> going buck wild. Look, when that food solo starts, you know. <laughs> oh yeah. I would I definitely take the solo. sitting down drug though. That I think that's a great idea. I think you would be extremely wealthy if you could so if we have any that's uh, just those pharma researchers you know it's just cortisol just getting joint injections that's true the the old people's number one drug is getting your knee replaced they can't get (laughs) enough of it full invasive surgery you need a a young man's knee (laughs) yeah forget the young man's blood you need you don't need a blood boy you need a knee boy yeah joint a joint boy yeah Unclear what happens to the boy after that. He's not really replaceable resource. He's just like kind of noodle. You can guess. <laughs> yeah. You can guess. He's in cryogenic sleep. He's just kind of holding it. We're working on a cure there. for having no knees. <laughs> we'll wake he you up. He looks like a Stretch Armstrong. He's like all all stretched out and noodly. Yeah. No he's joints. Just, he's like uh, the, the, the chicken with no bones from um, Cow and Chicken. Boneless. Oh, sure. Was this after you guys? I know I, I'm aware of cow and chicken. I wasn't a yeah. big cow and chicken head, but I, I'm aware. Yeah, of it. I feel like I was not wasn't my wasn't my scene. Don't know if I'm of, too yeah. old. Just wasn't my scene. Cow and chicken was like the the wave after like Johnny Bravo and like cartoon cartoon, right? It was like part of cartoon cartoon. I think it was, it was, like was part of cartoon wave. cartoon. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely weird. I'll tell you that much. The definitely devil was in it, and he had right. And he was right, wasn't that wasn't that cow? Yeah, and he chicken? had like a big ass. He did. Have, I was going to say his ass was all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he had like a big visible ass, and then it was a weird cartoon. Yeah, I mean, the idea of someone having a cousin with no bones is definitely. Like it's just. You're are like there people nervously. who are like horny for the cow and chicken devil? Probably. I mean that that you're describing Rule Thirty Four, but I would guess almost definitely yes. There's someone who has. I'm just. I feel like a lot of people talk about like uh, the mom in Dexter's lab having like a big ass. I mean, she has. A, she did. Yeah, she's got like a Pixar <laughs> thing going on. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just more of a you know. 
proportional thing. But yeah. But it's like if the devil is like stacked in this cartoon that a lot of kids watched, I just feel like that might be a formative experience. Yeah. I mean, I can send you. I mean, I, I did a little research here. <laughs> I can send you some stuff. <laughs> I can send you some files. I didn't even PDFs. type in. I didn't even type in anything. I just did an image search and you just scroll down a little bit and you get there. You know, it's not. It didn't, I didn't even have to type in any other words other than cow chicken devil. Although his Cow name is the, his devil. name is Red Guy apparently he, uh, he doesn't oh actually... wow his ass is like out too yeah it's like is... both cheeks defined yeah people are definitely horny for this guy yeah this... I don't think this is even this is just like a faithful drawing this isn't even like really right. this, this is what it looked like porno. in the show the one yeah. where he's wearing that sweater with the ass out is probably not from the show I would guess yeah yeah his he got That's, a, I mean he was for kids this is pretty funny. A butt just being out there. That's oh, yeah. like the peak of kid. Kids kid love. Humor. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Not much funnier than a butt when you're of a certain <laughs> age. I mean, it's still pretty funny. A butt yeah. is like one of the. It's up there. Yeah. Yeah. And then. It's um, fallen down the list since I was a child, but like it's still fairly high on the list. Yeah. Now it's. I mean, it was. There's still that, I think, but now everything's like. Now the kids' cartoons are just tough to be like. Equally, I get it. Why they're they do it? Now. They're like, well, not woke, but they're doing like they're for adults now. They're very, and I was like, it's okay to have a cartoon that's just a devil with a big butt. Kids yeah. like it. You don't have there, to. You don't have to watch everything with your kid. You know, there, you can toss them on. There was a since canceled yeah. uh, Netflix cartoon. It was, it was pretty good. It was called uh, Twelve Forever, and it's like about like a uh, I don't know, like whatever. Kids like go to like a magical island, or it doesn't really matter. But but one of the like the villain ish character of the show is a character called the Butt Witch. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, nice, and the butt witch is voiced by Matt Berry, so it was kind of a fun. Oh, nice! I mean, it's like Captain Underpants. Yeah, you know, Underpants. Like Up if there. you're reading that, because it touches a butt, so it's yeah. like funny. What? It's like if you're reading that to your kid or giving it to your kid, it's like there's some things it's okay for it just to be dumb, and you're not, you know, because I, 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 everyone's like going crazy about that. I'm sure show. there are cartoons that are just for kids. We just don't know about them because we aren't kids and don't have kids. Just a little and kid getting mad that there aren't sufficient stakes <laughs> in a given episode. Nothing's or whatever. for me anymore. Yeah. Just beca- a kid becoming a TV tropes commenter or whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the, I keep thinking, maybe it's because I keep seeing things about that cartoon Bluey and I've like heard great things about Bluey and I, I'm sure it's very good. Um, but they keep being like, you could watch it just by yourself as an adult. And I was like, I'm still not going to do that. I'm not going like, to do that. That's yeah, weird. It's still I'm glad a you like cartoon it. for children. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sure it's good to watch if you have kids and you can be like, I am genuinely enjoying this as an adult. But that's still a bridge that I don't cross where it's like, yeah, I'm not downloading Nick Jr. onto my Roku. Like, I'm not putting Sprout on my Roku to watch Bluey. I'm just going to. And this Blu- is someone who watches cartoons all the time. I think Bluey uh, is is on, like, somewhere not requiring you to, like, um... Like, yeah. I don't know personally. I think Bluey is on like channel. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm um, not being. I promise. I'm not being annoying. It's, it's just on Disney Plus. So I mean, like, if you had that already, I guess that's not. You know. Oh but no, it, I was just intimating. It's that the you number one hardcore show on Bluey Disney head. Plus. There we go. There we go. Well, yeah, because because the kids rack up crazy watch times because they, they got nothing to fucking do. I mean, that's the that's thing yeah. about False win. My understanding is that the, th- the the key thing about Bluey that makes parents not hate it or hate it the least is that. Yeah, because if it, it's something you can watch a million times and not despise it, you know what I mean? Like because that's what kids, you know, that's kids key. really yeah. like that repetition. Yeah, yeah, they'll watch the same thing over. And Whereas, over like, if they're watching Dora the Explorer, there's with jokes like a for screeching parents. kid. There's jokes for parents. Yeah, <laughs> there's jokes for parents. I feel like the version of 
this that we had when we were kids was like Pete and Pete or something where it's like, it's for kids, but like a cool parent would be like, whoa, Iggy Pop is in this. Right. <laughs> I can watch it. I think that, um, well, that was like, what was the other, uh, but Pete and Pete, I know it might've just been a little bit earlier than me, but I don't totally feel like it was. It feels like a Mandela effect level thing to me that I had never saw Pete and Pete, never even heard a single person mention Pete and Pete to me. Oh, I was, I, was obs- like I was like obsessed with adult. Pete and Pete. Yeah. I loved it as a kid. I de- well, I think I think you might be a little bit young because mm. like I was a, a touch young for it, and uh, I'm. It was like young. Yo Gabba Gabba before Yo Gabba Gabba. Uh, Yo Gabba Gabba was after. I me. mean, it was like it was for slightly older kids because it had it had like narrative plot. Like I've I've watched some of them since then, and like they it's they good. hold up as like good TV. Yeah, but like- so I think it was for kids that were slightly older, but um, it just had that like. It was like very hip, even like rewatching it. And it's like, oh, Sid Straw's in this. Like it just, it was very like a guy from the Pixies plays the theme song. Like it's right, like even, it's for cool parents. Even retroactively, yeah. you're like, oh, nice, already the strongest man in the world. That's Toby Huss, a character actor right. that I have since come to think is very cool and did not realize. <laughs> right. <what's laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not uh, for me. Boneless chickens all the way. Boneless chickens. Pete and Pete's boneless. great though. I I recommend Pete and Pete as an adult. Like if you if you would like just like some feel good uh, nostalgia watch. It's uh it's there's a, it's a there's fun, a lot of a memorable one. memorable little angles in it too. Like I I remember like pit um, stain. All the bullies really like stuck yeah, with me. The dad like being obsessed with making good time on in a in a, in a road <laughs> trip is something that yeah. you know that like informed kind of a reality that I hadn't really thought about. It's one of those kind of things. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Like singular focus. Are we making good time? That's the only like honor. Yeah, that's yeah. I'll tell you. I've been having uh, my parents are in town, and they made incredible time last night (laughs) to the point where I called them to be like to make sure they knew how to get to the subway. Okay, and they were like, "We're almost there," and I was like. The reservation is in over an hour, like <laughs> literally almost over an hour. So they were like, we didn't know how long it was going to take to get here. And I was like, not an hour and a half. It, it's not. We weren't having dinner in Philadelphia, but it was fine. It was a good dinner. Did they did they brag about making good time? No, I think they were. Then they sat down in a couch and it was like a really cool low couch. And it was like, I'm not sure if we can get out of this. <laughs> oh, like at the restaurant, like in mm-hmm. the waiting part, there was like yeah. a, a cool person couch. I will say if you're in Brooklyn, Otis is a very good restaurant. As long as you are not paying for it. I will tell I'll say that. Delicious. Top notch. Yeah. Eli's been getting a culinary tour the last couple of days. I'm so jealous. My parents so never bad. fucking come to the city and like, I would love to see them, but I see them in New Hampshire. More than that, I want them to come to the city and buy me nice dinners. Look, you if gotta, you go to New Hampshire, you can go to Tuckaway Tavern. Okay, we've talked about the this. common you man. Gotta, you got to make a stance. <laughs> you're, you're, you know, <laughs> you're absolutely parent whipped, Kath. You keep going up to New Hampshire. You got to stand up for yourself. You come down here. You get down here. Yeah, I, 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 look, I wish yeah. Tuckaway Tavern was here. You know, to be, to be. I clear. don't know Tuckaway Tavern. Oh, it's. I don't is, know this. It's in. I, ra- I, the, the the New Hampshire chain restaurant that's like the where you go when you graduate from high school is uh-huh. the common man. That's oh, like okay. the big that's like the fancy it's not fancy, but it's like New Hampshire fancy. That's okay. where you that's where you go. So Tell yeah. me about Tuckaway Tavern. Tuckaway Tavern is in Raymond and it's uh we went there when we were up visiting. Um and one uh, of the one of the worst towns in New Hampshire, by the way. Well, Just Yeah. 
no, no comment. Sorry to all our Raymond listeners. <laughs> I just, it's just funny because, like, I feel like growing up in New Hampshire, Raymond was like a punchline because it's it sucks. <laughs> so, well, <laughs> anyway. This, so like, oh, great. I thought I could listen to a podcast without my hometown of Raymond getting absolutely hammered. <laughs> so you, I mean, if you live in Raymond, you know, because every other town in New Hampshire is like, were you from you, Raymond? If you live in Raymond. <laughs> um, so the uh, yeah, it's like it's like a it's a triple D endorsed place. And it's uh, nice. so it's. Um, yeah, I'm looking at what I I'm trying to remember what I got as my like cocktail. I bet it's good. I have nothing against Raymond. It's just I grew up making fun of it. <laughs> oh yeah. So like I got I got the, the cocktail that I got was uh bacon Brad fat Jared Jack Daniels. Voice Raymond. Yes, Brad Garrett voice <laughs> Raymond. That's right. Uh and it was like yeah, I, I, I the, the food, It had bacon fat in it. Your bacon cocktail. fat, Jack Daly's, Bailey's butterscotch, and cold oh, brew. Oh god, that sounds awful. <laughs> it was good. Man, I said when Patty's on vacation, local <laughs> pigs watch out. The man is a pork fiend when he's on the when he's off the clock. That's right. Uh, but That's no, demented. It, it's, you're a sick person. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, well, he's up there somewhere, right? Isn't that where he films? He doesn't even come down here anymore. Um, he's up yeah, he's in Maine. He's in heaven. He's in Maine. Uh, he's in heaven. <laughs> Tucker Carlson is in heaven. Um, but it, it was it was like it's like the spot. We went there on like a Tuesday night and it was banging. Yeah. It was th- yeah. there was there were no tables. There was like an hour wait. We had to like like <laughs> Damn. we knew we knew people at the bar, so we like took their seats when they got up to get their table. We managed to like skirt like and kind of do it that way. Um, anyway, it's good. It's uh, snuck in there. You're local. A lot of good, I wonder if it's because of triple D tips. or yeah. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. and and it was just a good restaurant. I think it's like big and sure. you know it's that kind of stuff. Yeah. So. Do you guys think, I feel like, you know how like if you text, because people text so much now, you can get like a dowager's hump, like a text neck or whatever. Text I feel neck. like Tucker Carlson's eyes are physically moving closer together. Like, because he's <laughs> always doing the Tucker Carlson face. Like, I see. Yeah, I feel he like, looks like a, he looks like a dog when you show a dog a ball and then hide it. That's yeah. what his face looks like. I always like building up or maybe he's like he's made his like eyebrow muscles so strong that they're like pushing his eyeballs closer. I feel like when I see pictures of him, I'm like they all look like those Photoshop pictures that fool like 90 percent people on the Internet because they're lightly edited instead of like very yeah. obviously edited or whatever. I Man. like I only I because I, I just like avoid listening to you know any of that stuff even when people tell me it's like funny or whatever but i like recently heard my first like full minute of that show and uh i I don't understand i don't understand why people like being talked to that way like even regardless (laughs) of like the content he's just like they crave it. he's dripping with like rancor and condescension and have some more weed (laughs) it's just like I guess because it's directed at people they don't like, but I mean, that's I, I the, just am like, I wouldn't, I just don't like when people are speaking that way. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's weirdly scoldy. Yeah, I don't really. I, yeah, it's, it's scoldy. Obviously, exactly. I, I don't get it either, but uh, it is because it's the people they don't like, are, and that's that's the. Well, they only have like three shows to watch, so it's like that or Gutfeld. So like, I guess so. Just, it's just, just what are you of, talking about? They got outnumbered. They got the five. They got uh, uh, oh Judge Janine. They got also. Uh, I checked Slack. Yeah, they Shelby. have a whole. That's 
let's get it becoming my car horn very quickly. <laughs> it was one thing when I wasn't using Slack daily, but now I'm on Slack and uh, it's his mm, villain. Mm. <laughs> Triggering. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's but yeah, like, I just like the way Car- Tucker Carlson like lays out the information is like so condescending. I just I don't know. It's it was very weird to me. You hear um, you heard it here, folks. Tucker Carlson, that's a myth. We don't like him. <laughs> Pass. R- rent it. Jeers. <laughs> buy Jeers. rent. Get him out of here. <laughs> My VHS tapes. Renting the Tucker Carlson box set. Do you guys have seasons one to seven of Tucker Carlson when the writing was really good, you know? Yeah, before that, one guy got fired for being a, you know, whatever. The head writer was right. A, yeah, like yeah, right. in the KKK or something. Or something, something insane, I forget. It was David Duke. Showrunner Allegedly, David Duke. Allegedly, etc. Allegedly, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. All the KD coming out like the SNL, the end of the episode, just playing <laughs> like a banjo. All the writers, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, in hoods, they mm-hmm. set a cross on fire while the saxophone solo plays. Everyone's hugging. Man. Oh man, good sketch. Can't do a sketch like that anymore. No, nope. I tell you what, Not these kid shows climate. today, due to yeah. wokeness, <laughs> due to wokeness. Yeah, should we do numbers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, actually, it sounds okay, like a wrapping up. Just envision, just envision this music playing and a bunch of hooded KKK members coming out. In front of the Tucker Pretty funny. Carlson At desk. the end of Tucker Carlson. <laughs> <laughs> They're, like, pretending to take good. their hood off and then being like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, psych. Just um, kidding. Yeah. Well, yes, numbers. Let us do them. <laughs> Number five. Number five comes to us from my bussy, my bussy, and me in the Discord. Uh, Aha, got him. a story about uh, McDonald's and advertising and uh, just unfortunate placement, I guess we'll call it. Um, This is in Cornwall, England, and uh, McDonald's has a a sign, you know, like it looks like it's a bus stop ad. And uh, it, it, it ha- happens to be next to a sign pointing that a crematorium is uh, off to the left. And uh, right next to the sign, there's a picture here framed perfectly in the story. And it's for the new McCrispy sandwich. Um, <laughs> so you can see With how that real would be bone chips. considered tasteless. Uh, this is a cremains-themed podcast. McCremains. Yeah. <laughs> you know we're talking about cremains again. <laughs> For those of you that could brave we're, the audio last week, so sorry. We're back on yeah. Cremains. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, I, it was a really funny episode. Obviously, we none of us are happy about the way the, <laughs> the audio issue, but like, put, that's a good one to like fold laundry, but play it on your phone. Don't put headphones in. You know what I mean? Play. It Don't in the put car. headphones in. Yeah, like, I feel like if you play it off your phone, then it's just diegetic. Then you just feel like you're in the room. It's it's yeah? actually yeah. It's it's ASMR. Get over it. thing we're trying. That's right. Get over it. Like, do not discuss this. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, like Shelby has a message for all of you. We're all saying sorry. Shelby is saying fucking cry about Shelby it. Shelby saying suck IT. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna put it on YouTube with like audio of like one of those videos where it's like uh, your parents are fighting and turn on what a time to be alive to drown it out while you're in your bedroom. those. <laughs> 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 Um, so yeah, so so anyway, deep, (laughs) (laughs) 
Thank you, Shelby. Um, Shelby says cope and seethe haters. That's right. Uh, Shelby says. So the um the the crematorium here. Uh, yeah, this is, the sign is being called tasteless, which you know I I don't think this is probably done intentionally. Uh, it seems unlikely to me. Um, the thing that's like so crazy about this to me is. It's not that the sign is near a crematorium. It's that the sign is next to another sign pointing in the direction of the crematorium that says crematorium. Yeah. Which is insane to me. Like, why Why is... This is not like a, a DMV. Like, we don't yeah. need, like, si- like city-funded signs in the in on major roads like how many people need to know where the crematorium is yeah first of all i'd say if they could lean into this and be like people have called the sign tasteless unlike the new mccrispy at our local (laughs) restaurant um yeah that's what's interesting to me too is like i mean any any directional sign for a crematorium feels a little but this is like it looks like a highway i mean we're all heading in the direction yeah in a way (laughs) we're all yeah, but definitely it doesn't. Yeah, it's not an airport where somebody's like on the road. <laughs> There's not a hearse spinning on the a road, sign. But yeah, being like, where, where is the fucking turn here? I mean, maybe it's a very poorly marked road in the first place. Maybe they just, maybe the crematorium couldn't get great. You know, a the great crematorium location. needs to pay someone, uh, like minimum wage to dress as the Grim Reaper and spin an arrow <laughs> spin a sign pointing right. toward the crematorium. Yes, this is gonna be. I mean, I'll never live this. Do you guys know I did that in high school? I was a sign spinner for like you worked really? for you worked for Arrow Signs or whatever. They were. What was the company called? That was the name. Yeah, I wasn't going to call them out, but I did. I work believe for them. I believe that's a Georgetown uh, alum uh, founded that company. I from what I recall. Um, yeah. So wait, what what was the company? I thought that the spinning signs were the the companies that you were advertising for did that what this is a company they hire the the sign spinning company yeah these are the ones that do the tricks so they outsource the okay so yeah yeah it's not the ones that just stand there professional sign spinner yeah and you'd like you'd learn tricks and then there were like tiers where like depending on how good you were at it you could get more money um by learning more tricks and stuff i don't remember pretty low i didn't do it for a very long time but I, i was not you know i could do some cool stuff with them couldn't do any of the handstands, any of the inverted stuff, but I mean, it was attention grabbing. I will give them that. And the the guys who were really good at it were, it was cool. Um, but yeah, what did you, know. you what what did you advertise? Um, I don't even remember. You would show up like, like you wouldn't really know. You just show up to wherever they told you to be, and you'd get the sign. And they advertised. <laughs> uh, let's see, um, uh, Raytheon. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> What's it? Booz Allen Hamilton? Uh, yeah, I just got a sign that said Raytheon. Stop yelling at us. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, you just show up and get it, and then you'd have like a shift or whatever, and and you know, probably not the worst job I've ever had. Honestly. How much did it pay? Uh, I can't remember. I mean, it was when it was in like high, Were you school. In high school. Yeah, yeah. so it was like more character building. You know, like get a job. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, was, it, like, was, it, was honestly, it was brought to DC by fine. two guys after freshman year. I think they were freshmen at the same time as me. So that was yeah. the whole thing. Some people worked there and stuff. Yeah. Honestly, wow. it wasn't the got, Facebook of Georgetown. Yeah. You were allowed mm-hmm. to listen to music. You just kind of got to chill. I mean, it was just like you just had to not think about you didn't you couldn't have like a fully developed sense of shame. And that was only the really thing. Mm. That, That's why you get kids to do it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because you were when like, you're, this is When cool. your look at me impulse is still stronger than your shame impulse. Because like handing out flyers in a mascot suit is hot, but also no one can see that it's you. Whereas with the sign yeah. spinning, it's your, your face is uncovered. Yeah. I feel like people are people really going to... High probability of getting kicked or something or tripped when you're in a mascot suit. You're a natural. <laughs> Everybody does want to see you fall down. It yeah. is like as soon as they see you, that is their first thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was, you know... As far as I'm, as far as jobs go, I don't know if they're still doing it. Check it Check out. Check it out. <laughs> they're still <laughs> out there. You do get nailed though in the mouth. Ma- like I got nailed in the mouth. You get a hit times. with your sign. <laughs> yeah, because they're weighted because you have to spin them. So they're not yeah. light. And yeah, you get you get fucking popped once in a while. The nice thing <laughs> is usually it's on a road, so even if somebody sees, they'll be gone soon. They're gone. Yeah, yeah. before they can register. <laughs> what happens? The light turns green. Yeah. Because like one of the big ones is you'd like it was like a pizza pie spin, you know, where you like throw it and it like that's spin. the only trick I can think of is spinning it. Well, like you throw it in so it's not in your hands at all, and like spinning like a helicopter in the air, and then you'd catch it on your hand and it would keep spinning mm-hmm. horizontally. And then yeah, if you drop cool. it there, you're gonna get popped in the mouth. But you know, cool. I feel like they should behind get, the uh, back, behind, yeah, behind the back, behind the back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you'd flip it. Horizontally, but yeah, there were guys who did like handstands and like flips with them and stuff, but I could not do that. I was not the premier spinner. <laughs> so they should get Bill Engvall to do some work for them. You can you can hand out the signs and people start work. You know, yeah, yeah. Hand, Here's your yeah. sign. Here's your sign. You'd be fired immediately <laughs> for handing out the signs. <laughs> we gotta let you go, Bill. It's against the law. <laughs> yeah. Here's your sign. I still don't really even think I understand. The, is the sign just, does the sign say I'm stupid or something? Is that is that what the bit is? The, here's your sign. I don't know yeah. the joke. I only know the catchphrase. Yeah. I do not know the joke. Yeah, the sign's supposed to say, like, I'm an idiot, I okay. guess. I don't know why you <laughs> hold it up, but I guess they're idiots, so they wouldn't know what they were doing. Yeah. Um, it's like, why? Well, just like the person responding to him, why would I, why would I take this sign? I don't want this. It's, like, uh, it's, well, a, t- it's uh, a test within itself. Will you hold this sign? Yeah. <laughs> Because um, the back of the sign says, the sign says, I'm cool on front. And they can hold it up like this. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. I'll definitely hold this. Yeah. I will, uh, uh, on the, the McDonald's tip, I will say, like, outside of the weird advertising thing, like, I mean, a McDonald's next to a crematorium, it's a good place to grief eat. You can just go over yeah. there and eat, like, a 40 McNuggets or something. Can't Look, the grieve Mi- for too long, though, or they'll kick you out. Yeah, that's not true. over 90 minutes. The McCrispy, the McCrispy sounds good. It's uh, Yeah, I was also h- thinking that. 100% chicken, <laughs> chicken breast filet and crispy crunchy coating served with iceberg lettuce, black pepper mayo, and on a delicious sourdough-style sesame top bun. That sounds okay, good Okay, this is an ad. That sounds really good. <laughs> I was, mean... That was this, is McDo- not, this is not That's the copy existed? from McDonald's website. I looked oh, it up. Yeah. That's why I wanted to know what it was, yeah. Is this, this is not, I assumed it was just a different name for something that already exists here. I no, guess no. not. I they mean, it's those a little sandwich. We don't, we don't have that black pepper mayo. No, they, they, they also have much mayo. higher quality. They also have much higher standards right. for the quality of their food. So they, I mean, even that's true. I, when, I, when I first Googled the McCrispy, the, 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 I got the Canadian one, which is different than the, So they do tons of variations, all, obviously, all over the globe. That's not news to anybody. But even New within, England McDonald's, you can get lobster rolls in the summer. They don't have that here, I would know. <laughs> Shelby would know. <laughs> I'll have you know I go to McDonald's all the time. I'm the one guy keeping them in the in the black. Uh, secret secret menu uh, order. Yeah. Secret menu. <laughs> hey, I'm going to ruin your day. I want one of let those me, sandwiches that fucks up your whole shit. Let me get a McCrispy UK style, not yeah. Canada style. Yeah. I went to college with a girl whose dad 
was that his job was like um I can't remember what they call it. There's a word for it in video games too that you might know where like they they're in charge of like adjusting the menu to local tastes. Localization. Like localization. He was basically like a McDonald's oh, yeah. localization consultant. <laughs> so like when McDonald's wanted to open, you know, a McDonald's in like Malaysia, he would like consult with them about what their menu should be. And I was like, that sounds like the coolest job ever. I you, I want this job. You consult with Ian Miles Chong. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, I think Mike Drucker used to do that for Nintendo. I, he did. Don't quote me. Yeah. 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 He was responsible cool. for a couple names and stuff. Yeah. I, we had it on. He he has he knows all the deets on what Yoshi actually is and stuff. Very fun. Yeah. No, he knows the secret. He's but not he's, allowed to reveal. He's not allowed it. to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Coca Cola. The Coca Cola recipe. Yeah. You got to be careful because they got. He only sued. knows half of what Yoshi is. Um, Another guy knows that. <laughs> yeah, they can't, and they can never be in the same room together. So designate. There's one guy who knows who Yoshi is, and is a he's in a bunker underground. <laughs> yeah, they had to hide him. So they explain explain what he is. Um, yeah, no, I was. I'm still thinking about the 90 minute McDonald's thing, and now I'm just combining <laughs> it in my head with since I just watched Andor. They have the same electric floors from the jail in Andor. If you're in, if you're in McDonald's for more than 90 minutes, they just shock you. The, the floor goes hot. And you have this to just leave. in, listeners to the bonus. Eli has turned around on Andor. He watched the whole ha- thing. I'll have it be known. I am a. I have <laughs> flexible opinions. I am a thinking man. <laughs> I, I. All of my grievances with it stand, and then when they stop fucking around with that shit, it gets a lot better. That's my stance. That's my new cool thing. You heard it here, folks. One way out. Once they, if they just had electrified floors in the beginning, I would have been in from day one. They made me wait on that shit. Love a yeah. love a specialized jail with various anti th- anti escape uh, technologies. Yeah. Uh, go, let's see, going way back to Fortress with Christopher Lambert, where they everyone had to swallow a little bomb that went off if they went outside yeah, the perimeter. Oh, that's good. That's um, good. And then uh, let's see. There's there's obviously uh, Andy Erewhon. Circus is in there. I, yeah. I love to go to jail and Andy Circus is in there. That's, That's true. <laughs> I'm just like, like you, see. you little freak better be slipping through these bars because that's that's what I know about you. You can, you can do a lot of weird stuff with your body to be like, I th- and I think it took him a long time to recover from being Gollum before anybody would let him like be in a movie that he wasn't Gollum. Or I some feel like Gollum's. we've talked about this on the show before, but like he yeah. I think he is like so fascinating because he like he basically invented a style of acting. Because he had to be Gollum, like yeah, and I don't think he liked. He was the either. first person who ever had to do that mocap stuff, and it was to be Gollum. Yeah, like, and then and then he did Planet of the Apes. Uh, the right, he was. Yeah, uh, Caesar, I mean, he's right? made a whole career of it. Yeah. yeah, I think he got like lumped in with what's his name, who's Abe Sapien and all that. Doug Jones, is that the guy? Mm-hmm. Like, I think Doug everyone Jones was is the like big tall one, right? Yeah. yeah, and I think everyone was like, "Oh, you're like Doug Jones," and he was like, "No, I just ended up being Gollum once. I I am happy to be myself and stuff." But they were like, "You're a monkey. You're this. You're that." Well, Peter Jackson. I don't know. I think he's like. I think he's like an incredibly talented, specifically mocap actor. Like, I think he's incredibly talented. He's really both ways. He's good. He's good as a human being, also. But like, just the he's fact that nobody. <laughs> well, just the fact that nobody had like, ed- like a playbook. Like he was doing something that no one had ever had to do before, and he did it like the best that anyone has ever done it, which yeah. is kind of crazy. That's all I'm saying. We have an yeah. opportunity for you. You can be the first man to eat a raw fish on camera. <laughs> <Bite> <laughs> That's right what in. I'm referring to. Yeah. yeah. 
He was, uh, yeah, he was, Peter Jackson put him in King Kong. He was the chef who got eaten by the big bug in that horrible scene that we all hate. Um, but I'm trying to think of, yeah, after, I mean, he was in like, he started popping up and stuff and now he just generally, he was like, he was, uh, let's see, he was in, uh, Black Panther. He was in. Yeah, Batman, yeah he's in stuff right? as a yeah. real person. He also directed Venom, the last. Right, movie. I forgot about that. That's true. Well, he might not want. Pretty to good run movie. I like that one. That. Well, Venom, a, Turd like in the it. Winds. I think that that one line got overblown from that movie. I've never seen it. I probably will watch it. Look, Renaissance man. We can all agree. He was so. King Kong. I just think he's great. He was, he King, was King Kong. Oh, he was we're King all, Kong as well. Circus. Oh, okay. I think we're all pro circus. We're circus freaks. Yeah. Get it? That's what his fans are called. Nikki fans are barbs. Yeah. Andy Circus fans are circus, circus freaks. freaks. <laughs> Maybe he yeah. calls his house the Big Top. Yeah. Perhaps. There's circus freaks and circus geeks. Circus freaks, you're just huge fans of Andy Circus. Circus geeks, you uh, demonstrate your love for by for Andy Circus by swallowing nails and glass. Biting yeah, the head biting the of heads chicken. off of chickens. Yeah, Jinx. exactly. Well, Shelby, four. that is how you will Oops. sync the vocal tracks. Is Patty <laughs> and I saying biting the head off a chicken at the same time? Yeah, so yeah, they're gonna they're gonna, they're gonna move the ad. No harm really done. Uh, <laughs> not really much of a controversy. Just kind of a funny image. So there you UK go. UK listeners, tell us about this McCrispy. New our new description of our podcast. Not really a controversy. Just a funny image. <laughs> a funny image for you to hear us talk about. <laughs> Look it up yourself. <laughs> Next. Keep it McCrispy. <laughs> God damn it. Number four. Uh, oh, this is me. Fuck. I didn't even prepare for this. I haven't even read this article. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Kath in shambles. Get her out. Get her out. <laughs> Absolute shambles. Oh, my God. I forgot I was even doing this story. I was just listening. I forgot I was even doing a, a podcast. What's happening? I, I kind of forgot. <laughs> I just thought I was talking to my friends about Andy Serkis. <laughs> um, this story comes to us from it does not say, and I did not do the research. I, I, I believe it just came story. from me. I believe I yeah, just found it. This is just it. a Patty. Okay. This story comes to us from Patty, uh, not in the Discord. Um there in uh in North Bay, California, uh this uh homeowner called pest control and uh they went into the attic and found seven hundred pounds of acorns in the walls and the attic, uh put there by woodpeckers. So this guy's whole house was just a cache of acorns. Um, also the, this is just like intense to me. The pest control company that found all of this and posted about it is called Nick's extreme pest control. Well, so these like are extreme pests, don't call them if you just have a couple roaches or something like they only do extreme pests. Yeah. They're going to just show up with a gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They'll do it. Yeah. It's Hellboy. They send yeah, Hellboy. Yeah. Hellboy extreme pest control. Yeah, though, I mean, that's that's how it works. You're like, you can call us for roaches, but we're shooting them. So that, right. that's worth it to you. And sure. But yeah, this is fucking crazy. Like the pictures of these, it's they took a picture basically like the fucking DEA doing a bust of all the all the acorns. They found. Acorns yeah. on the table. Acorns on the <laughs> acorns shitty folding on the table. Fucking table. 
Um, the acorns wouldn't fit on the table because there's 700 pounds of them. So that's a lot of acorns, but it would be even more. I'm trying to figure out how many how many acorns there are in a pound. Like that's just yeah. it's like an <laughs> incomprehensible nump quantity individually of acorns. Also, it sounds like these people maybe aren't super up to date on their fucking house because they also Well, said- apparently there were woodpecker holes. Like the outside of the house is like destroyed yeah. because it, is, <laughs> it has been pecked to like structural failure by woodpeckers. Yeah. Um, but the re- so this is nasty too is like they thought there the the homeowners were seeing like mealworms or like little worms, and they were like, oh, fuck, something died in our wall. Like, these are maggots or something. Mm-hmm. But no, it was just bugs eating all the acorns that their house was, like, made of. Their house was, they were literally living in, like, the gingerbread house. Like, they're, <laughs> that's what the level was, where they were like, yeah, your whole house is food. I don't know if you know this, <laughs> but it's all delicious. Clear woodpecker holes all over the house, acorns stored all over siding and trim, completely destroyed exterior <laughs> of the house, with all the holes everywhere. So, yeah, yeah I, I'd be like, how long did these people wait to call? Yeah, you're not like, I don't know. Like, when are you call, when are you calling in pest control? I feel like I mean, I'm calling the I'm calling house control when my house is full of holes. <laughs> I'm calling <laughs> yeah. a carpenter. That's, I guess maybe the pests were like the last thing they were thinking because they were just like, hey, there's like h- holes in my house. <laughs> there's there's like wind whipping through my house now. Uh, yeah. But, I'm living in a yeah. Swiss cheese. I feel like I'm living in a big <laughs> block of cheese, like a tiny mouse. Um, yeah. Also, they in here, I feel this is rude. They describe these woodpeckers as the ultimate hoarders, which, yeah, woodpeckers are hoarders, but that's because that's their thing. They're saving food for winter and stuff. That right. They're like, like, they're like part families it's not, not worried fucking about magazines. Them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not... <laughs> It's not like takeout containers and old newspapers. <laughs> yeah, you're not right. trapping on a tree and a bunch of duck sauce packets pour out. It's Be, yeah. fucking. <laughs> why do you have? Why do you have? They're six... not storing their acorns in stained Tupperware <laughs> right. from the eighties. Why do you have six yeah. strollers? Why do you have any strollers? It's like, well, I don't know, just because <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. It's like walking into the fucking World Seed Bank and being like, "Yeesh, you guys got to clean up in here. Some of this shit is old." It's like, no, this is why it exists. This is. Banks, the ultimate money hoarders. Well, sort of. Yeah, I really think that these woodpeckers are being punished for being successful with that assessment. Yeah, I mean... Sorry they were really good at gathering (laughs) acorns and found an awesome place to put them all. Yeah. What do you want them to say? Yeah, and now it's... I mean, your house could sustain... What you you just lost, and you need to move out of the house, and now your house is a <laughs> right. nature reserve. Now your house was bought by woodpeckers <laughs> in the price of 700 pounds of acorns. They're just trying to slowly pay you for your house in the only currency <laughs> they know. So yeah, also, a little acorn, more. Acorn woodpeckers look sick. I'll put a picture in the chat. They have a very good look. Yeah. These are also weird-looking cool. acorns. What kind of acorns are these? These look- guys are very punk. They have like a red mohawk. Well, that's... That's like the the uh, st- signature thing of woodpeckers, right? Hence, a lot of a lot of them have a couple little, times. A lot of them have a little of them red have caps like a, or like a red yeah. stripe. Yeah, they're just like I don't know. He looks very. Um, he looks like he's like in the Warriors. Or he, lo- something. he looks straight edge. <laughs> this woodpecker looks straight he looks edge. Straight edge. <laughs> yeah, I feel like straight edge peop- straight edge like punk guys in my experience are they're not this theatrical. They mostly just wear like. Mesh basketball shorts and have like calf tattoos. Some guys are standing around on a stump. I just sent you that one too. They look pretty good. And they're just kind of looking. This is like a band, like an album cover. They're all looking in different yeah, directions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. This looks like a band that would have like played with Interpol in like 2004 <laughs> in like Greenpoint. Yeah. They're very cool. See them at Warsaw. Exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm trying. Okay. I'm going to, I got to know how many acorns this is. All right. So we got. <laughs> how many acorns in a pound? Yeah. Google question number one. Okay. Average weight. Acorn. I'm going to guess. I'm going to are- guess. These are like weird acorns though, right? I've been looking at them. They're like kind of, I wish there was a better term for the, they're turd shaped acorns, which is not, <laughs> they're not your classic, you know, beret, beret style acorn. Right, that, the little you know, cap. You know and love, yeah. That's why woodpeckers like them because they have little caps and so do the woodpeckers. Yeah. That's probably right. true. They look kind of like, that's... um. they look kind of like, uh, like almonds almost. They're like almond shaped. Mm. Apparently the Eli, picture- you gotta tell us. I'm I I the reason I said I'm looking this up was to be like, cover for me. Oh okay. <laughs> I was um, like, cover me, and then you guys, I ran out and get lit up by a machine gun. You guys are like, you should be dodging those. <laughs> here's, a, here's another picture of a, of, a, of a guy, so you can enjoy that while Eli looks Thank that up. Thank you. Uh, I just feel like this music is making it stressful for me. Designed. <laughs> I can't it certainly adds find, to the stress. I can't fucking. I would find guess it. there are a hundred acorns in a pound. They're so light, though. <laughs> I just feel like you're not gonna find out. Forty okay. to no, eighty I, I acorns just said, per yeah, pound. Like, I don't. I can't find it. So, so forty to eighty or sixty to eighty. It seems to be what we're looking at here. So it's you know, yeah. They need to give us a count like they're shrimp. Like, That's what I was saying, yeah. Are these 16, 20 acorns, or are these 12, 14 acorns? Yeah. That, like, that's It's almost more impressive. I mean, it's still 700 pounds is a lot, but I feel like they're like over a million acorns. Okay, well, we're taking the middle number of patty, which is 60. So that's 42,000 acorns. It's a lot of acorns. So. Juice was worth <laughs> the squeeze there. <laughs> I mean, like, how many of them did they, like, eat? You know? Like, what, like... Yeah. They really are. This is like uh, it was a windfall for them. It was a big harvest. They were set for life. Yeah, they thought they probably thought they were done, like forever. They were like, we don't, I think, ever yeah. have to do this again. We don't ever have no, to. No, they're pack having wood. like their babies are trust fund kids. <laughs> they got the, the woodpeckers' babies are nepo babies because they mm-hmm. have so many acorns. Well, not like, anymore. They never have to work a day in their life. I know, not anymore, which sucks. Yeah, they're gonna their put up cash. They're gonna put up TikToks like a day in the life of me. And then it's them taking some acorns out of the walls of the house their parents filled with them. <laughs> and then being like, and then I have a juice, and then um, I roll into work. Then I eat another acorn, <laughs> and yeah. then I eat another acorn. They're what starting, I eat in a day. Yeah. Doing a, yeah, they're, oh, starting their own, they're, they're all starting their own individual uh, woodpecker clothing lines. <laughs> mm-hmm. I did see so that at least one or two of those people got fired that kept making those TikToks. And, like, and then I take a three-hour lunch, and they were like, well, you're fired. Um, so... I have to feel like that's like one of those things where it's like the company probably wants them to make those, right? Like, because it's like, this is a great place to work. We don't know, you know, like it's a, you know. Like, <laughs> we don't maybe. have to do anything. Right. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I do know I saw somebody who was like, why does no one at Apple make these? It must be terrible to work at Apple. And then everyone stitched it and was like, they have NDAs, you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, they're not, not allowed, allowed to, to do it. About that. <laughs> Here's me working on yeah. the new iPhone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Number three? Anyway, number three. Let's do number three. (laughs) Number three. 
Number three, this story comes to us from Kate, shot by Cupidus's arrow. Um, Cupid, you can see kind of a Cupid. Well, you know, he's like the de- devil. He's got his butt out. Anyways, this story is about cockatoos. We got an animal heavy <laughs> episode know- here. <laughs> Sorry, just a really interesting definition of Cupid. Yeah, you, you know, got he's no- evil because he's got his butt out. <laughs> I didn't say evil. No, they both have their butt out. Their 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 morals are are the same. I would say okay. Cupid famously shoots the the arrow aims for the ass. That's how you know in popular culture is that okay. You always get stuck. I guess in I with never the thought. I never. An arrow. I guess I never thought about that. I think it's just because it's the least violent place to get shot with an arrow, so it's like less. Yeah, that's why you get shots there because yeah. there's like a lot of padding just and stuff. Shot with Cupid's arrow right in your like quad. Do not <laughs> take the Cupid back. Screaming, vax. snapping, snapping yeah. it so it doesn't catch on anything. Like snapping the the shaft and just kind of. <laughs> Continuing to fight, right? Yeah, screaming. Yeah. Uh, so this, uh, we get some new news. They're finding out, as always, which we keep finding out, uh, that animals are smarter than we thought. Feels like at some point we might start feeling bad about this and being like, maybe we're holding them back. I don't know. Um, but this is a cockatoo, and they were testing out um, using tools. You know, the classic. You got your classic bunch of crows dropping pebbles and some water to get some out of there. All these sort of things going on. Um, but they did find out that uh, there's like a new thing and their description of it is adorable, um, which is that they say cockatoos can not only use tools, they can carry whole toolkits to trickier jobs, which is fucking adorable to imagine. They're like little contractors. Yeah. So like in reality, the bo- you know, the boring place where we all live, this means that they can carry like two different size sticks to something. To, that they know they're going to use both sticks. In the better world of imagination, this means that they have little metal toolboxes and they're flying to their job. And they're, you know, they got a little lunch pail as well. They got a uh, a little, uh, a, you know, a meat pie in there tucked away. They're all hanging okay. out on a big girder. That's what I'd like full to imagine acorns. here. Yeah, full of acorns. Well, not anymore. Not after their fucking nest egg got blown up by these extreme That's why they have control. to work. That's why yeah. they have to work. Yeah, but that's yeah. They 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 bring, <laughs> and then they will team up as well. Where they're like, okay, off to the site, fellas, and then like three <laughs> or four cockatoos will all bring all the tools they're going to need. Which is there's pretty a impressive. couple cockatoos sitting around in lawn chairs off to the side. Yeah, shooting the breeze. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're on break. The cockatoos are on break. Look at that. Yeah, and they got to talk to their talk to their rep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> They're all at Subway. They're all they're all having. That's I feel like. I guess it's you're burning a lot of calories. But man, I like I always I feel like I always see a guy who's like clearly working construction eating a lunch that I would throw up if I ate and then went upstairs. <laughs> like it's pretty impressive stuff, honestly. There's like a big chicken parmesan and then back to the site, and I'm like, dude, if I ate that, I would be out for the rest of the week. Maybe that's why I'm a you know useless millennial. Who knows? Somebody else can crack that. Crack that nut, but <laughs> yeah. So they, they. I mean, I feel like yeah, you burn a lot of calories doing construction. Mm-hmm. You're not you're not doing TikTok nepo baby green juice for lunch. <laughs> My job? Oh, I'm TikTok nepo baby green juice. That's what I do. <laughs> do that for work. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, how did they like? Can you give me an example of like what the what the 
job is that needs the tools? Like, what are they using the tools for? So it's they were they're basing it partly on the thing chimpanzees do, where when they want to fish termites, their favorite food, you know, chimpanzees mm. go fucking nuts for termites. That they have like a big stick where they make the hole, and then they get a smaller stick to to fish with. So they built okay. like a thing that was based on that, where um, they had to get cashews out of a box. And so, like, they had to, they they. I would put, fucking ace this ace this problem. <laughs> Just smash cut to Kath like <laughs> getting furious when she's unable to fish cashews out of a box, <laughs> freaking out. I'm just throwing saying, I would, I would kill wall. this. Yeah. I would kill this. So they got a box of cashews. They they covered it like they put them. You know, they say membrane, but let's be honest. You know, it's science talk. It's probably a fucking piece of shrink wrap, and put it over there so that they would have to like cut the shrink wrap and then get the cashews out with a different stick, like knock them out. Okay. I don't know their exact design, but it's, I, I mean, I don't know how much chance you have to do this, but I recommend like whenever you read one of these experiments, it sounds like they've clearly used the, the craziest language. Whenever you find a diagram of the thing they built, it is like exactly what you think. They'll be like, they'll be like we built, they literally say, uh, poking a hole in a membrane, a blocking membrane, and then you're going to find a diagram and it's like a box from Trader Joe's with plastic over it. <laughs> it's like, okay, we all... I regularly wrap things in a membrane to preserve them, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and they did it, and they did it very fast. One did it in 31 seconds, which not crazy. Ah, mm, takes me more. I don't know if I could beat that. Yeah, shrink wrap is kind of squirrely. I don't know if I can, I can get right through there. That was not an intended nut pun. Um, so <laughs> birds yeah. are birds are fucked up though, because it's like I feel like a lot of them are kind of smart, and oh, they. Yeah. Their brains are tiny. Like, it's one thing if it's a dolphin or whatever, and it's like, all right, well, your brain is huge. But I don't know where the birds are storing all that stuff. Don't Why do they know how to like do so many brain? things? I thought they were a tiny brain. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of, like, primates or something. But, like, we have really big brains. I thought that was supposed to be why we're so much smarter than all these things. Yeah, a big... Why, does, why can a bird do all this stuff? I don't trust it. I yeah. don't like it. I do think we chose the right bird to eat. Though, because I think even with all this testing, mm. chickens are still like <laughs> way bottom of the barrel. <laughs> Nobody's That's like, true. they've we got to pick the right it one out. to eat. Yeah. Well, I'd feel you know. pretty bad if we were eating African gray parrots or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would... Yeah. They're not, they don't, they I mean, taste terrible. It's an urban legend, the thing where they drown in the rain, right? I found out that that rice thing is not true. I think they just were tired of people throwing rice everywhere and they were like, you're blowing up birds at weddings. But I think it was just the groundskeepers of multiple parks being like, please stop throwing rice. Oh, right. Everywhere. That thing of if if pigeons eat like raw rice, they'll Yeah, they'll explode. Explode. Yeah. Um <clears throat> I, f- I found my I found my guy in this study. So they got ten uh cockatoos that they talk about that they try to do the experiment. Um five of them successfully did it, four of them failed to do it, and one, my man. Dropped out after showing a lack of interest. Nice. <laughs> yeah, man, fuck all that. I don't give a shit. <laughs> You're still going to feed me whether it's out of this box or not. So <laughs> suck my bird dick. Yeah, what are you going to do? Let me die? I don't think so. You're not allowed. You want pita in here, bitch? Give me the cashews. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's the smartest bird. Yeah. And they're testing bird intelligence. The one who just said, no thanks. And this is, oh, this is also cool. They were like, they say, next steps, uh, This one of the guys who did it said, one possible avenue will be comparing the birds to human children. 
pretty big gap, I would hope, still. But uh, they said that another cool thing is that um, apparently each cockatoo has a different way of carrying and using the tool sets. So they each have like a style. <laughs> Fighting, <laughs> they have each has a, they each have a discipline on how they do stuff. Um, they have a signature, but they say that might be from like play and curiosity, like humans, where they're like, "This is the way I like to," you know. It's like when uh, the different ways people hold forks and knives, or whatever. You ever see one of those people who holds a fork like a fucking dagger? It's crazy. Like whole fist around. Yeah, the... whole fist stabby stabby. So. It's rare. I I feel like if you do that and someone sees you and you're young enough, they'd be like, don't do that. Yeah, that's right? the thing is you have like, to make it a long time because you have to make it through the entirety of your life where someone will tell you you're not supposed to do that without anyone right. telling you. And you have to cross over into part two where it's too <laughs> awkward to bring it up. Right, where you're an adult and people cannot instruct you on how right. you hold silverware anymore. <laughs> yeah. like, there must be a reason why yeah. they're doing that. Yeah. So I'm just not going to, yeah. yeah. You notice how not everyone else in this restaurant is clanking with every bite. It's loudly <laughs> clacking against a plate. But yeah. Hey, I mean, I guess if it works for you. If you've go got a friend it. that eats dagger style. If you've got a friend. <laughs> you're from Raymond, yeah. New Hampshire, if you have a friend that eats dagger style. Yeah. If you got a friend who eats dagger style, don't bring it up to them. Just be like, hey, I listen to this really cool podcast. You should check it out. Especially number Fast three. forward to the part about cockatiels for some reason. Yeah. Then- just so that, you know, I can go so that I can eat fucking gnocchi with you now because you're not murdering each one individually and bringing it to your mouth. Here's, yeah. here's your sign. Yeah. I need to make sure the gnocchis are dead. Yeah. They I might not be that, cooked like, all the way through. Here's a question. <laughs> this is not, it's, I was going to be like, we don't have the bonus, but it's not worth it. When you guys, so your fork, how do you hold your fork? What's the orientation when you're eating? When you pierce a thing to cut it, perhaps. I don't. What do you mean? Do you mean like flipped upside? You mean like flipped upside down? Yeah, I do it flipped upside down, and then someone was like, "You eat European style," and I was like, "What are you talking about? That's crazy!" (laughs) And I don't know. It's like non-specifically effeminate. That's what it means. Yeah, yeah. That's you eat real gay. That's what they called it. Oh, was that? What what, did you keep that thing in your purse? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I do. People who eat. I do keep my fork in my purse. Thank you very much. (laughs) My special pearl inlaid fork that I bring out. (laughs) Yes, my silver spoon. Yes. (laughs) Eating that salad style. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's how people who eat dagger style talk to the rest of them. <laughs> Tofu only. Ooh, la da Mr. Silver Spoon. Clank, clank. <laughs> this guy's too good to stab his food like us. Yeah. I feel like I hold my fork sort of like shovel style, and then I just... Uh, yeah, what a Philistine. I don't turn it around. What a Philistine. <laughs> I don't turn it around to stab something. I sort of stab like, like you don't do that. pencil. <laughs> I don't think so. No one can see that, but I did kind of a telegraph <laughs> sound. That part you heard, but it's pointers down. It's good. Check it out. Check check out eating food the way I eat food. <laughs> hey, folks, if you like this episode, check out our bonus episode by signing up at patreon.com slash whatatimepod. This week, we talked about Warren Beatty's never-ending quest to keep the rights to the Dick Tracy character and what that entails. Everybody also gives me advice on how to bet for the big game. Check in next week to see if I develop a crippling gambling addiction. 
We also talk about some cool, dope relics from the Catholic Church. We're a religious podcast now. Big news. Anyway, yeah, let's do number two. Number two. Number two comes to us from Kate, shot by Cupid Cesaro uh, again. Um, and uh, it's about um, a, a mouse, a very old mouse. In fact, the world's oldest mouse. <laughs> Not good news for the mouse. <laughs> uh, his name is, is it fully Patrick Stewart or is it just Patrick? Pat, okay. It's Patrick Stewart. Patrick okay. Monaghan, the world's it's, oldest what? mouse. Hey. Got <laughs> <No. laughs> <Daddy. laughs> The hell is this? Um, yeah, so this is, first of all, this is a story. The mouse is named after Sir Patrick Stewart. Um, and as a result, because of, you know, Yahoo slash USA Today's presumably automated, like, in this article thing, uh, this is tagged, Patrick Stewart is in this article. So he's... <laughs> kind of. In a way. Indirectly. Um, and, uh, yeah, this is a, uh, he's a California, mouse in California, named after Patrick Stewart um, from the San Diego Zoo. Um, he lives in a, in, at the zoo in a uh, conservation breeding program. He's a Pacific pocket mouse. And he is, uh, he's 20 years old. He weighs three pennies. Wait, no. <laughs> which is the cutest. No, he's nine, uh, he's nine years old. Cass said 20 no, and I, I didn't read No, he was enough. born in 2013. Right, so he's not, he's nine, nine years and 209 days. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. You said, did, <laughs> yeah. You, did you not say 20 years? Do you think it's 2033 right 2013. That is well, not lie. 20 years ago. <laughs> no, this is- 10 years ago. Hungover math with Kath. <laughs> our new podcast. No, I, sw- I swear the Discord said 20. Someone said 20. Okay. Oh, I, oh I, blaming I really the Discord. It. Blaming the people who pay us money. The people. <laughs> you pigs. You screwed us. We sound stupid I really now. blew it. I and really we, blew and it. We simply can't. We could not edit this out. We have. We have. This our, is going our, to ruin us. We have our, our, our pledge <laughs> of honesty. Fucking uh, no. ruined. He's not even ten. Cass saying he's twenty. He's not even ten. <laughs> wow. But he's still he's yeah. still the oldest mouse. Oh, to no. be clear, I see it here, but it is very. It just makes no sense. the the uh, The endangered Pacific pocket mouse was presumed extinct for twenty. Years. What the fuck is going on with this story? <laughs> So they thought they, I know they thought we're all recording. these were dead. And to be clear, this story is like maybe 500 <laughs> words. Like it's not like it's super long to like get through to figure out. I know out. we're recording remotely, but I feel like we are all simultaneously experiencing different gas leaks trying to figure <laughs> out this article. Well, we're really just exposing <laughs> how excited one of us gets about a story about a mouse without I was <laughs> delving so in. I was so excited. I didn't even read it. I was like, old mouse named Patrick Stewart. Old mouse. So this is an endangered it. mouse. This type of okay. mouse is, is... And he weighs three pennies. That weighs, part is true. Yeah, well, if, that's probably why it's almost extinct. It's, right. It's, 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 anything a cons- happens. It, it's a conservation program. They're bred in captivity. And, a leaf and falls on him and he's a pancake. And, he, and here's, a, here's, <laughs> yeah. here's a picture of what they look like. They're very nice looking little guys. And uh, oh yeah, this thing is not f- for the long run. And uh, he's, yeah, he's, he's, yeah he, that you look at that animal and you're like, this has like a fruit fly lifespan. Yeah. This is and this is not long for this. He's world. the old, the Guinness approval is for the oldest living mouse in human care, which makes sense because I don't know how else you're gonna like go grab mice and be like, hey, how old are you? Like shaking him, you know? Mm. Out in the, ID, out in the you woods. have ID. Yeah, um, nine years, two hundred nine days. Born July fourteenth, twenty thirteen. Um, 
And uh, yeah, he lives, weighs as much as three pennies. Smallest mouth and mouse in North America. Maybe smallest mouth in North America too. I don't know. Yeah. Very small. <laughs> One um, of the smaller ones. Uh, was presumed yeah, extinct. Yeah, these little guys. How small that mouth is. <laughs> these little guys just look like snacks. Like they're just, they were like bred to be yeah. prey. They have no, they're just running around giving you Cat's one. Cat's prey drive one going XP. nuts right now. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, and they just look like, they're like the Cheetos of nature. The brain <laughs> parasite that uh, Zelda has given Cat, uh, but you know, the way that every cat owner has it is look really taking the wheel here. <laughs> Yes. Get the mice. Saying, this thing looks delicious. Not I want to eat them. I'm just saying. Path being if activated I were... by a mouse on the street. <laughs> I should bring this home. Like the Manchurian candidate. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I should roast this. Snacks. Yum. Look yeah. at that tasty little guy. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so, so, so this is it's a nice program. Um, they have a breeding program to conserve the species. And uh, they recorded a record 31 litters and 117 pups born in 2022, many of whom will be reintroduced to the wild. I think this is very nice. Um, I think it's always nice to read about endangered species that like were down really low or thought to be extinct. And then then in breeding, they get a few thousand going. I think that's I I find that really nice. Um, I do feel like if you're a person who's in charge of trying to repopulate near extinct species, you got to be real excited when you get mice. So they're like, great. Yeah. I will have a million of these <laughs> so quickly. Yeah, I'm reading. They go, okay, we got, so we got 31 litters in 2022, and that means 117 mice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't want to get pandas. You want to get mice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't want to Pan- get like the most asexual animal in right. the world. Pandas don't even want to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, fucking do it. Why? <laughs> What is your problem? I would yeah. be so mad if my job was reading pandas. I would lose my. <laughs> I'd come home so mad. They're always like they're always yeah, like, they're always like day at work. Yeah. They're always like rolling down a hill and stuff. Like they got all kinds of <laughs> yeah. shit going down. Pandas are not really. Yeah, I was work. Uh, well, they didn't fuck again. So <laughs> how do you think? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's all now. The panda wants to fuck me, but it doesn't want to fuck the other panda. Anything, everything is going wrong at work. That's how it's going. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they keep rolling. Like Patty said, they keep rolling down a hill. They love the hill. I wish they love fucking as much as they love the hill. It's, look, but, it's really funny, but also, yeah, uh, yeah they we need to make some more. So yeah. I'm not sure we can get them going on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, they, they're uh, happy to fuck that- the tire, but not the other panda. <laughs> so. Congrats on this guy. Congrats on the, congrats to the species in general for coming back. I was reading a an interesting but depressing Wikipedia article about the concept of a youngling, which is uh or endling, excuse me. Youngling is Star Wars. Uh <laughs> endling yeah. is basically that's also the last tragic from what I know of Star Wars. Yeah, that's mm. correct. Uh yeah. endling is the uh the last known like surviving member of a given species. Mm. Like Lonesome George. Like, like Five George. Um, and it's <laughs> the last talking mouse, yeah. like the last like immigrant of, mouse, five old. <laughs> a real like staring into the abyss kind of thing to think about. The idea of like you know not that the, not that the animals are self aware or anything like that, but just like yeah, you're the last you will the, you will the be the last one. of this ever. Like that is crazy to think about. Yeah, like um, unicorns are the Mohicans. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. are the two lasts I know. Houses on the left. <laughs> yeah, houses on the left. Us, <laughs> the last. Yeah, it would suck to be the last of us, don't you think? 
<laughs> Sounds pretty depressing. There's the song about Friday night. Yeah. Uh, very depressing. Also, um, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. Good for good for good for Pat. Keep it up. Um, you know, we we dance. talked about this. Ants. Last dance. Last dance. Mm-hmm. Um, Eli was la- last days of disco. We can we could go on and on. Uh, <laughs> we we talked earlier about there's a there's a town in. Call. Last call. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. Example. We're not playing Family Feud, all right? Last example. <laughs> Steve Harvey isn't here. <laughs> um, Shelby is the endling of this bit. <laughs> My God. Got him. Uh, I don't know what I was going to say. I don't remember anymore. <laughs> so whatever. Good for yeah, Pat. Keep it up. Oh, the Wombat. There's a there's a town in either New Z- I think it was New oh, Zealand yeah. um, where they were going to like they're building their tourism around the world's oldest Wombat. And I was like, I think this is nice. And Eli's like, bad move. He's going to be dead soon. <laughs> yeah. Don't <laughs> Very harsh. It. Very dismissive. Building your tourism around something that's uh, the whole thing is how close to dead it is. Right. Well. <laughs> That yeah no I don't want to hear about any more old animals I know we just told you about one that you know man how <laughs> all these old animals world, referring to being as as how close to dead someone is is real <laughs> yeah count them down yeah. or I mean I'm just I just saw this coming with that bones no bones dog I was like this dog is gonna be dead inside of like a week like don't show me this that's the, well that's the problem with following uh, you know animals and dogs on like Instagram and stuff because eventually you will see just like <coughs> a post uh, that's just like a candle or something and it's like man that is yep. uh, R.I.P. Pumpkin the Raccoon yeah R.I.P. Kokoro uh, 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 Kokoro yeah is the big one for me um, I tell you if Tang Tang's short legs kicks it Kokoro still posting though. Kokoro's got like a grim. Kokoro's got like a Charlie Daniels thing going. Benghazi ain't going away. (laughs) Yeah, I don't like. I I had the same. I think I had the same thing with Pumpkin, where it's like I shouldn't have to unfollow you. This, I think you got to get the account exactly instead of being exactly before you start telling me galaxy lamps. Anyways, (laughs) (laughs) anyways, number one. Yeah. I forgot what the story was. And this week's number one reason to say, what a time to be alive. (laughs) Number one (laughs) comes to us uh, from uh, NCHammer326 in Discord. Kath simply demanded that we talk about this because of how much she enjoys it. Shut up. (laughs) She said, this seems cool and fun. We're overriding existing (laughs) plans. We've got to get this in there. Yeah, make space for this story. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I did, I talked about this for like probably three interrupted minutes about how much I hated it and then concluded it with, so we should definitely do it. <laughs> yeah. What do you like? It's like, no, don't run my underwear up the flagpole. Please, fucking Br'er Rabbit. We're ta- so a mystery has been solved. <laughs> the mystery was a gibbon that got pregnant supposedly by herself. And zookeepers think they've solved the mystery. Um, now... The fact that her the getting, mystery was it's Gibbon Jesus. <laughs> yeah, solved it. The Messiah is back, and he loves to swing. He loves to swing around. Um, I'll uh, well, I'll save that. I was I, I learned a lot about religion this week, and I got to talk about it. No, um, but uh, so this Gibbon, that yeah, as as Cass said, they were like our maybe last place hypothesis is that it's an immaculate conception. And it turns out their first place hypothesis is that there's a glory hole in the monkey cage. 
<laughs> and that's how uh, the Gibbon got pregnant was they, uh, they looked and they were like, we thought that we made all the walls here, you know, tight enough that you couldn't get a monkey's penis through them. But it turns out we made one crucial error <laughs> and left at least one monkey penis diameter hole <laughs> in the wall. Just so many terrible <laughs> phrases in this story. This episode, monkey Glory penis hole diameter in the hole. Monkey cage. <laughs> life, uh, life, life finds a way. Yeah, life finds a monkey penis diameter hole in the wall, <laughs> and so yeah, they a, a different gibbon, um, <laughs> one, a thirty-four-year-old gibbon that they describe as agile. Thirty-four-year-old <laughs> um, also thirty-four. Gibbon. I thought gibbons. I, I real, I'm realizing, I think, like, every animal around. except a turtle dies by 20. But it, that's not true, obviously. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they, they figured it out. <laughs> they, they said they figured out how the ape's parents met, which is a generous description <laughs> of what happened. Um, so it took them two years to figure this out because the gibbon gave birth. And they were like, how is that happening? Because you're the only one in there. And they couldn't get in there for two years because the uh, mom would fucking freak out of the, about the child. Which, yeah, because she's like, well, I'm not going to get another one because you're going to fill a hole up. So <laughs> i got to be very protective of this child. That's pretty wild that you can, they, like, these gibbons are in captivity, but people just can't go in their cage. Oh, they'll go nuts like, at you. Well, we've ceded control of this. To, <laughs> yeah. uh... They're strong. There's, we live in uh, a lie. You know, that we think that these animals can't rip us limb from limb. Gibbons, they go nuts. They're fast as shit and they swing around you. Turn you into a oh, I have I have no doubt. Yeah, um, I think I think any monkey could like yeah, beat end my life. I think any monkey could end my life. Twist your fucking head off like a tetherball, knock that thing around your body. You got no chance. Um, but yeah, so uh, they they uh, they take turns. This male and and female gibbon. They take turns going on display in the morning. Uh, Momo and Ito are their names. Very cute. Um, for now. Uh, <laughs> so um, they they switch them out. They're never in the exhibition space at the same time. But uh, they do think that uh, one of the days while Momo was in her house space, which is generous also, and Ito was in the exhibition space, um, they, I think, tried to figure out a way to say this differently. But we think it's very likely that on one of the days that Ito was in the exhibition space, they copulated through a hole. Um, which <laughs> you know, people love to copulate through a hole. Uh, How did they like find that out? I was mean, like, this monkey's got to be horny as shit. He's probably. I think he didn't. He probably didn't even know there's anything on the other side. He was just like, I gotta. He was do just this. like, I gotta do it. Yeah. yeah, I gotta stick my dick through again. A hole. Some panda guy is reading this to me like, oh great, oh against all <laughs> odds, they managed to make it happen. How delightful. Um, so. Uh, yeah. I just, how would you not see the hole in the wall? Well, it's like, very small, unfortunately for Ito. Um, it is, uh, let me find this, nine millimeters in diameter. So just under a centimeter. I mean, so like a I, pinky yeah. nail in diameter. I mean, I'm like, not expecting them really, to have a big old thing. Big is old it hog, but... really long and skinny? Because, like, I imagine the wall is thick. Well, let's find like... out. <laughs> Gibbons penis. The the Computer, difference show me. the difference between the the photos that Patty has posted in the chat, and the photos that I have posted in the chat is going to be 
<laughs> yeah, check out these right. cool birds. Eli's like, check this out. <laughs> there was what a the poster hole? of Zabumafu over the hole. This is <laughs> <laughs> fucking the lemur from Zabumafu. Okay, I swear to this, I'll screenshot this. Um, I mean, I'm using a different search engine or whatever. I'm excited to download this I, to my PC. I searched. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I searched Gibbon penis on my. This is okay. this is Brave Search, and I went to Image Search, and I swear I'm sure I'll send it to you. It says where it says showing result showing results for Gibbon's cock, and then it says search <laughs> instead for Gibbon penis. Where it was like you're gonna get Whoa. more results. For Gibbons I don't like that. I really don't like that. I don't want to know why that is. The search I... engine is wild. What the heck? Here we go. Based on your prior searches, we think this one. <laughs> you might be, you might be for looking you. for Gibbons cock. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I like that at least it doesn't show. It's actually proving on... kind of difficult to find the penis. <laughs> yeah. Gibbons cock, no apostrophe. Like, Wait, did they change the way that I don't, I didn't have to download that to view it? I don't know. I I dragged it in there. Zoom may have changed. Zoom That's is nice. changing. It only took them a full pandemic in years to figure out how <laughs> the technology to put an image in a chat. Um, they have a baculum, so that's interesting. What's a that's the bone? Yeah, right? yeah. Dick bone. They got the bone in there. The male reproductive. Doesn't everything have the bone except us? I know raccoons have it because it's good luck. Yeah, <laughs> it's good luck that they have it. Yeah, it's, it's good, good luck, luck for, for them. them. You put <laughs> it in mo- you put it in moonshine stills. You put a yeah. raccoon dick mm-hmm. bone in there to give it that delicious raccoon dick flavor. Believe it or not, we have talked extensively about raccoon penis bones on this podcast before. Yeah, That's we true. were going to go to that bone store, but we never made it. And then the pandemic I happened. <laughs> I went. Oh, oh yeah, I've been there. <laughs> Hello, anyway. is this the raccoon bone <laughs> penis store? I made an appointment. It's, it would be cool if it was like a you know one of those fancy places you have to go to the showroom, make an appointment. I'm trying. They're 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 censoring Gibbon penis shit. I can't find. They it. don't want us to know. They don't want us to know. Knowledge is too but, dangerous. Uh, <laughs> Gibbon penis. I just yeah. Was he just like I? I guess maybe like pheromones or something. She, he like knew she was back there. I really think but. he was just trying to fuck a hole. But again, she it, she she had to. Yeah, she lined you know, it up. This, as there's, Patty legit, said. As, there's logistical. As Patty said before the podcast, she lined it up. Well, <laughs> you gotta line it up. I wasn't gonna so. say it again on air, but there it is. <laughs> People need to know that you said that um, because I had to hear you say it, and it really bummed me out. So well, I have to pay it forward. I can't find a single goddamn Gibbon penis on Google. This is stupid. <laughs> It's giving me the fucking monkey with the coat on. Nothing to do with what I want. Um, they might have blue balls. If this is a gibbon, okay. They're really nasty. Well, that look, gibbon certainly did. Yeah, it looks like. Um, speaking of old cartoons, a gibbon penis sort of looks like what was that? One of the ah real monsters. It looks like the damn. What's the one? The gromble. <laughs> it looks like the gromble. Like the damn gromble. Looks like the damn gromble. <laughs> Anyways, check Gibbon penises out. You can figure this out. It looks I, exactly like the you can find it. If you have a picture of a Gibbon's penis, uh, send it to Eli. Yeah. DM Eli. DMs are open. Thank, Gibbon penis thank only. God, thank God Twitter is broken. Slack me a picture of the grumble. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Here, well, I'll show you guys. And you can, uh, we can, the final decision of this podcast, can you guys weigh in on whether this shit looks like the Gromble? I would say it does look like the Gromble. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> it's, okay. It is crazy that it is so hard to find a picture of a gibbon penis because a gibbon penis is so striking. Yeah. Like it does look it doesn't it doesn't not look like the gromble. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think this it's, is a gibbon. Yeah. It's showing me like all sorts of monkeys and their penises. <laughs> Google's like well, fucking off today. It can't it doesn't know how many how much a fucking acorn weighs. It doesn't know what a gibbon penis looks like. It's I mean it useless. doesn't it doesn't I mean, you know, each each ball is wearing a, a red kitten heel, so that's also part of <laughs> why it looks mm-hmm. so much like the gromble yeah no it's like the balls are like a bright aqua and then the dick is like cherry red and it's <laughs> cherry red and it looks like it has yeah. a finger it looks like it has a fingernail at the end of it yeah like the it does nose. it does look like a little red manicure <laughs> it looks nail. like a cherry red corvette zooming out of <laughs> the pubis of this gibbon Here's- i just like it's it's like of all the types of animal penises, like this is a very striking one. Yeah. It's weird that there aren't more pictures of them. It's unconventionally it's pretty, uh... attractive. It's striking. <laughs> yeah. Just be like, so do you guys know the gromble? Okay, just picture that. It looks like that. <laughs> yeah. I'd say you get a good idea. <laughs> the gromble. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, do they ever bring anyway. that show back? Is that is that do they they ever do that? I don't I don't know. I, feel uh, like that I don't think so. That show is for freaks. I don't want to bring it back. <laughs> Causing too many I love problems. That show. Yeah, it was no, a good I know. Show. I was scared of it. I couldn't watch it because it scared me. So they did their job. It's the monsters. I yeah. mean, yeah, Klasky Supo, just not not. Uh, oh, I not mean, everything, everything they not made playing was ball. Like visually horrible. It was fun, but I mean, the Rugrats. They all yeah, need to go. The, every the Rugrat needs were... to go to a hospital. <laughs> the Rugrats were so nasty looking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at least the monsters and not real monsters were supposed to be monsters. Yeah, no, this I think they look cool. Like a, they're like, supposed to look like a child, right? The problem is like the all real monsters. The monsters lived in the sewer. Mm-hmm. In Rugrats, the babies looked like they lived in the sewer. Still, yeah, like everything that comes out of that animation studio looks like it lives in the sewer. Yeah. So real monsters was like their best option. Yeah, they were like, let's make a kid with this like a head that looks like a meringue and like real fat thighs, and then just put them on television every day. Bad decision. <laughs> I think I think I think I think they they made a variety of things, but yeah, their house style, like that style of art, is not because uh, they because I think they did the early Simpsons or something. They they they, they did a bunch yeah. of stuff like duck. I can ma- see that the early Simpsons also looked fucked up. Well. Uh, they did Duckman, which which like is the definitely fir- their like style. Like the Tracy Ullman Simpsons, they looked fucked up. Don't. Well, this is I got a little eye roll from from Patty. Seasons one to three, so it's not. It wasn't that fucked up. This isn't like we're not talking about like Black Smithers era. Yeah. I don't think. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, okay. at least we're 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 talking about an era spanning Black Smithers into not Black Smithers because by season three, I believe he was no longer Black Smithers. Um, uh, yeah, Duckman was also them. Uh, pretty good. Anyway, ah, real monsters. Anyway. Check out the Gromble. Congrats to this Gibbon baby, this bastard Gibbon child. Yeah, so we didn't say the Gibbons fucked their glory hole now, then they have baby. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Yeah. So it seems. <laughs> That's Plugs? it. Plugs. Become a subscriber at patreon.com slash whatatimepod for weekly bonus episodes and much more. And head to whatatimepod.com slash links for our merch store, Discord, and more. 
Follow Patty, Kath, and Eli on Twitter and Instagram at Patty Moe, at Kath Barbadoro, and at Eli Uden. And check out Kath's other podcasts, Lie, Cheat, and Steal, about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters, wherever you get your podcasts. None of us are booked on any stand-up shows this week, but it's totally our choice. Seriously, we didn't even want to. Shout out to Steven for that one. I would also recommend, uh, if I'm plugging things, plugging Warren Beatty's weird Dick Tracy rights-keeping special, which aired last night, uh, being Friday night. Uh, it's on YouTube already. He plays Dick Tracy in the most weird like Zoom interview just to keep the rights to the character. So check that out. It's the Thanks. funniest thing in the world to me right now. So <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>